0: often great conversations and more on questions than on answers and that's exactly what happens with our favorite guests so here's an extra 10 minutes talk with our last guest Rizalwa and Sofia, and you're listening to the Early Birds Extra podcast. Assalamu alaikum girls here okay. we are for an extra bonus episode with Aida with whom we couldn't have enough uh we couldn't have enough of her and uh to know a little bit more about her so here we are for an extra bonus episode to have just a little bit more fun this time with uh lighter questions welcome back Aida and no problem Always happy to be with you guys. Thank you. And to do just thank about you. that, we have an extra host this time, <laughs> who's joining us from the other side of the world. 2 AM. Here's Selma. Welcome Selma and thank you for joining us. <laughs> Hi. Thank right. you for inviting me. Our pleasure. And of course okay. Sophia. So here we go, Selma. You have the you have the lead. Um, it's your call. Go ahead.
1: Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, I'm ready too. Aida, are you ready for the question? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> be easy on be easy. <laughs> Okay, so I picked up some questions that I thought would be um, just interesting to ask you and some that I just thought I wanted to know about you. So, here you go. Okay, I don't have this thing to you. <laughs> Sure okay. enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now, what's the first? The first question. I always thought that Singapore is a multicultural country, and you're exposed to like many cultures in one place. And at the same time, you are connected in a special way to other yeah. countries like Morocco or UK or South Korea. So, yeah. what's your favorite food?
2: <laughs> My favorite food. <laughs> My. Favorite. <laughs> My favorite is anything Asian I love Asian food Thai, Vietnamese Japanese Korean Malay Indian Chinese yeah I'm very sorry but I do not like Moroccan food that makes us too don't worry
1: anything Asian and anything spicy oh I see okay okay next question um when I met you in Japan, I thought I liked how you were cheerful and I like, oh, laughing yes. a lot. So um, I was thinking, like, what is your best way to have fun?
2: Hmm. Hmm. I want to be careful of my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think my best way to have fun is hang out, hanging out with my sisters. Um, They're crazy. They're really crazy and I miss them a whole lot but it's good that we live far away because if I live near to them, I'm just going to kill them and strangle them. I think distance makes me love them more and so whenever we get to hang out, it's very special. I don't think I will feel the same way or answer your question the same way if I live in Singapore. It's the fact that I live like 17,000 kilometers away that makes me miss them and therefore when I get to meet them again and hang out, I have a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Uh, my other question is: um, You have done like a lot of things to the to your A community, and um, each person is learning something from you or connecting to you in some way. So, on the other hand, what is it that you learned the most from your AA community?
2: Mm, I learned so many things from them. But one is I learned that everyone is different and there is no... I learned that everyone is different but there is beauty in the differences I think. I think Islam teaches me that it is really the diversity in people that makes life so beautiful and colourful because when you think about it Rasul s.a.w. and his <laughs> companions every single one of his companions are different there's Sayyidina Omar who's like tough and like brave and vocal and then there's Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq who's more gentle and quiet and we need both kinds of people, we need the Omars and we need the Abu Bakars and therefore I feel like the community teaches me that There is like a plethora and a myriad of uh, different personalities in the community. And I learn different things from every single one. And that's why I never get bored of my work. Because it's just different people every day. Mm -hmm. And even talking to you guys, Salwa, Safiya, and Selma, the three S's. All of you are different in your own ways. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning different things from
1: from you guys. So, yeah. That's so cool. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is true. Then my next question... Is um, if you have a role model or many role models, uh, can you just pick one and like tell us why? Against
2: role model, it's a given it's a sort of <laughs> <syndrome> <laughs> because I think he's a role model for everyone. Um, I I just want to cry just thinking about him, but you know that's not like make it. us cry. <laughs> Like it's it's crazy how you, you miss someone you've never met, and mm-hmm. and the fact that he, he cried for us too, and he has never met us. But you know it's it's you know every time in our salah when, when you say alaikum when you say alaikum it means like he's present, he's actually mm-hmm. in front of you, and it makes me feel closer to him. With mm-hmm. every salawat that I send, and with every piece of sirah that I read. And with every Qasida that I listen to, it's just like, and every day where I learn something new about him, it just makes me think like, this is why he is Habibullah. This is why he is the beloved of Allah. And so he is, of course, my role model. But if you want to ask for like modern day role model, um, I would say, I would say it's my father-in-law. Not my husband, not my mother, whom I also love, but my father, because mm-hmm. um, he's just someone who is, who has so much love for everyone, his children, his wife, but he has also worked really hard and had gone through a lot of difficulty to be where he is today. And he is very selfless and he is a man, he is a man of great principles And he taught me the most important lesson of all, which is to always be grateful. I always call him the man of Alhamdulillah. And it's really through him that I, I, that gratitude is a huge part of my life. You've met my father-in-law. And he's so humble. He's like, (laughs) if he's here, he will be squirming as well. But every other line... Every other line is alhamdulillah that comes out from his mouth. And when I first got married, he used to say this word, which I don't know what it was. It was salat Alan nabi. Hmm. I had no idea it was salawat. No idea. So I'm like, what is that thing Baba always say? You know, it's either alhamdulillah or salat al nabi. Hmm. And then when I realised it was salawat, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, inshallah, this man, jannah. Highest level of jannah. Because <laughs> it's the only thing that comes out from his mouth. And when he sees a conversation steers towards either gossip or towards something that he will bring all of us back, like, you mm-hmm. know, like change the subject and make us like, hey, shouldn't we be talking about that? And I just, yeah, like I learned so many things from him. So I'm happy.
0: I love how every time this question comes up, um, I mean, most of the time, I feel like the girl's answers with those words, it's also saying, Like I just love that, how just every time mean. we mention that and we remember that. Like, state the obvious, oh, so but nice. you need to state the obvious sometimes. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, th- thank you for that. True. All right. Thank you for asking. Keep on going, Selma. <laughs> okay, then.
1: Another question. Um, I know that you travel a lot and I just... I also like like traveling. So, if you are to um, uh, describe what traveling is to you um, in in one word,
0: <laughs> yeah, because actually that's the rule of this bonus part: one word. <laughs> Oh, I definitely feel I I I
2: unseen paragraphs. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, travelling no one word. Um, reliance, reliance. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I can actually. Like,
2: so I would actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. Please elaborate.
2: They always elaborate. elaborate. <laughs> when you travel, you have no one else to rely but Allah. So, when you travel, you're, it's ultimate reliance to Allah because, first of all, the journey itself, you taking a plane that's like reliance on Allah right there. Hmm. And then, as you navigate your way in a foreign land and you don't know the language and you don't know the people, you don't know how to read the signs, you are relying on Allah. When you are battling with jet lag and maybe you fall sick in the middle of a trip. You are relying on Allah because he gives you health and he cures you. Every single step of a journey is completely reliance on Allah. Mm. He is the only one who will take care of you when you're traveling in mm. that foreign land.
0: That's interesting. I, for me, I don't know about you girls, but I feel like I want to answer this question. Too, but for me, it's... Um, like smallness, I just feel so small when I travel and realize how big the world is and how diverse Allah created us all. And I love that feeling. Like I'm um, finally, I can forget about my day-to-day life and little things I worry about every day. They are just. Not that important because look, look, look around, and I love that feeling like feeling that I'm nothing. I love it. Um, what is it for (laughs) you? I think I'd love to hear Selma's answer for this question in one word, too. By the way,
1: Selma, (laughs) so what is it Uh, for me? It's mind opening, really, like what you learn from traveling and uh, from knowing people that are mm-hmm. completely different than you um, mm-hmm. even in a different life having different values mm-hmm. and at the same time um, like being different by being good it's like a good diversity mm-hmm. that you just mm-hmm. earn when you travel and mm-hmm. it really goes back to what I thought about her community uh, of learning from how people are different, mm-hmm. I think that's super, super important to really know how people are different and to open your mind and your heart to kind of uh, be able to to love people um, from from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really you learn a lot from traveling. Uh, things you. that you cannot learn from just you know uh, maybe reading yes. about them because you just heal them. Mm-hmm. We don't having to put them words you just kind of feel something that's what I like about traveling yeah
2: I I think this is something that I think like every racist person in the world should travel that -hmm. is the only reason why they have their stereotypes and their judgments like Mm -hmm. if you travel and you realize that oh my god these people who look different from me he or she has the same exact struggles and concerns and worries and Mm -hmm. You know, that desire to be happy. Everyone just wants to be happy. It doesn't matter if you're black, brown, white, yellow, pink. You just want to be at peace and happy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, so, yeah. Travel, guys, when COVID is over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Three yeah, minutes I'm left. So, I... Uh, Selma, maybe your last question and relief. Really yeah, I yeah. Have, please, So,
1: my last question would be... um If um if you are to give an advice to a little girl, um what would you say to her? How little? Because age is very
2: important. Say
1: say um I don't know, ten years old, twelve years old. Okay.
0: One word. (laughs) Um I guess this one is free. (laughs) Is it, well, like, these are your last
1: words. Uh, I just ask this question because <laughs> many times, uh, especially at our age, like when we kind of become young adults or we become adults, we have some little girls around us that look upon us sometimes as their mm. kind of role model sometimes. So mm. uh, you wanna you want to give them an advice. Um, what would you say? At 12? Yeah. I would say... (laughs) I
2: would say it's okay to... It's okay to make mistakes and be confused and not know what to do. It's okay to reach out for help and it's okay if you don't understand certain things and it's okay if you someday... you. You have no idea what you're doing because at this age you're like about to enter puberty and there'll be many different changes that goes through your body your mind your skin everything and i think i just want to be that source of comfort to tell her that you know it's really okay if you don't figure out what are all these changes quite yet um and to just have fun with life you're- 12, for God's sake, you should be out there and exploring and, you know, you shouldn't even be advising 12 years old, like, there is a problem with that question. <laughs> you should allow them to fail and experiment. <laughs> but you have to be as an older sister or as this, like, you know, older role model of some sort. You need to be there when she falls. You need to be, like, that sandbox. Did you watch the Korean drama? Mm-hmm. You know, need to be, right? You know
1: what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know you talking about that. That. good reference <laughs> <laughs> You need to be like when he falls, when she falls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really that's really a good advice for both the the little girl and the older girl. That's really. Yeah
2: really enjoyed this bonus episode. Thank you so much, Selma, for staying awake and joining us to uh, ask Aida and
0: uh, make, like just surprise her with questions, I think. I'm very surprised. Thank you so much, Selma. Thank you. Thank
2: you. No wonder I'm... I wear wearing red because Japan. <laughs> 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 no, wonder, no wonder today I said, like, let's, because I never wear red. <laughs> and like today, I'm like, oh, let's wear red. And Japan, Japan's flag is red and white. Oh yeah yes. no. There That's you go. So nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, it's in the small thing. A small thing. Happy. Mm. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Thank you, you so girls. Thank you for listening to our extra episode. Please don't forget to share it with your friends and join the Early Birds family on Instagram. Bye. <laughs>